Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. Welcome to the Black Man Sark Podcast. This is Barry Graves. I am your host. And um, thank you for joining us today. You know, I uh, wanted to talk to you guys, to you brothers, about something very, very near and dear and close to me, man. And uh, and that is the uh, perception of heroes. Uh, I've been watching. I don't know if you guys have been watching, but I've been checking out. Uh, what's that? What's that show? Wandavision. I'm a big comic book fan. Not to the point where I like. I used to read a lot of comic books. I only read Cage, Luke Cage, and um, I think that was it. Luke Cage and maybe like a Spider-Man or uh, Incredible Hulk. And um, yeah, man, I, I I I love my superheroes. You know. Uh, the Incredible Hulk was my guy. He, he, I think I related to him because uh, you know he would, he was a cool guy. Like he was a, just a normal dude. You know, David Banner was just or Bruce Banner. Bruce, Bruce Banner was a a normal dude until somebody messed with him, and then he would just hulk up. You know, and that's kind of how, how I was as a kid. I was a normal kid, just a cool little kid. But I was a chubby kid, you know, and when I would go to school, people would pick on me. They would, I didn't know how to fight either. So I would, I would get beat on and I didn't tell anybody, you know, a kid would punch me in my back and I just, I would take it. Uh, a kid punched me in my stomach and I, I'd just take it, you know. Um, and uh, it wasn't until maybe uh, I got to the city into the uh, third grade maybe fourth grade I think fourth grade is when I started learning how to cap fifth grade you couldn't touch me on capping but I still didn't know how to fight and uh, I remember my dad Cletus uh, I'm going to have him on the podcast soon I remember Cletus sat me down and he put on a Mike Tyson video Mike Tyson a tape of a Mike Tyson fight after I got my, my oh man I got whooped on by this short dude a friend of mine named Xavier (laughs) and rest in peace to my brother Xavier Uh, but we got into a fight man and it was because she was smaller than me this should have been in no way that he he could beat me right but he dropped me like two punch two hits dropped me and uh, so Cletus puts on this Mike Tyson tape and he's like man you gotta learn how to fight you you know what I'm saying like you can't just be going around letting people whoop on you you gotta learn how to fight do it like him and I remember in fifth grade uh, one morning, I went and dropped my sister off at daycare. Her daycare was like a block away from my school. So walking to school, I drop her off. I go back up to the schoolyard and I see my boy uh, getting some water. And he's like, hey, Barry, was that your little sister that I saw you with? I was like, yeah. And he's drinking some water out the water fountain. And he goes, yeah, she was cute. And then he bends down to drink the water. And in my head, I'm like, I don't do that's my sister what <laughs> and, and those years of aggression just came out bah! and poor Derek man like he wasn't no he didn't mean nothing by it you know he, he didn't even he wasn't even a fighter man he wasn't even one of those guys Derek was just one of those dudes that he played with the Asian kids and the black kids and he was good at kickball good at four square good at basketball he was just a cool dude that just you know and uh, I two-pieced him up, man, and bloodied his lip and everything. He was like, Barry, what did y'all was I, I felt real bad, man, you know, but 
all of that, I say that to say that um, I looked up to superheroes in a way. I uh, just admired how they were one way one minute and then, but they had this ability in them. You know what I mean? Similar uh, to the heroes in real life. Um, like uh, Mike Tyson, for example, was my hero. Um, after after seeing Mike in the ring at that age, that you couldn't tell me nothing about anybody else. I mean, I loved Sugar Ray Leonard. I loved Tommy the Hitman Hearns and, and, and Muhammad Ali. But Mike Tyson, this was like my older brother growing up, you know, and 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 similar to the to the men that were around me. Point is, is that I looked up to people that weren't my father, that did not give birth to me because my father wasn't around. And though I, I fantasized and, and 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 I idolized him as a like a, a you know somebody that you have never seen but you've only heard of. Even though I saw, I remember seeing my father. He wasn't around for me to uh, look up to him in person. If that makes sense, it was. Um, you know, it was different. So what I want to talk to y'all today about is what do we do when our heroes let us down? When our heroes disappoint us? You know, what what is what is how what is the action that we take? What what do how do we feel when our heroes let us down, man, when they disappoint us? Um I'm pretty sure that we can look at our lives and take maybe one or two people who we held up, who we put on a pedestal as you know it could have been something that they did for us how they helped us out how they brought us up but in some way in their own personal life at some part in their journey they fucked up bad and it was to the point where they had a major negative impact on somebody's life a negative impact on somebody's life your hero uh traumatize somebody and that's a hard pill to swallow can we raise our heroes up after they screw up so so bad is there is there some kind of uh, is there some kind of comeback some kind of can they redeem themselves can a hero redeem themselves it's hard you know, I think that is a hard thing to take in, you know, because we're not perfect. Not even the superheroes that, that were in the comic books were perfect. And I think that was a big part of their personality or part of their character was that they weren't perfect. Yet they had this extraordinary ability to impact people or to save people. And yet at some part in their journey, was trauma whether it was done to them or them doing it to someone else and that's our journey right as as human beings at some point we were not our best self um and so when we look at some of our role models um our parents let's take our parents for example we know that our, our parents were young once or, you know, they maybe our parents had a history with drugs or uh, going to jail or, you know, spousal abuse, whatever it was. Our parents had something happen to them or 
something that they did to someone in their life. But we, we didn't know them at that time. We just came along and we loved them instantly because they were our parents. Now, what happens when you find out later on, hey, your dad did something to me or your mom, you know, does that change how you feel or how you look at your parent? This person that brought you into the world, this person that gave you everything that you can. What, what is it that? What, what can you do to help yourself um, not look at them in a way that? It's going to change your relationship with them. What, what can you do? You know, can you, is it that, is it something where you have to make peace for the sins of your father or your mother with that person? Uh, do you take on that responsibility because you love that person? You know, I, I hate to throw this word out there, but there is a codependency between children and parents, between heroes and the people that worship them. There is a codependency there. We need them to stay perfect, as perfect as possible. Because once they disappoint us, that that emotion that overcomes us, that disappointment, that letdown, it can it can destroy that relationship. And um, I think you know, being a being an older man, being forty two years old. Um, I've wanted to hold on to my heroes as long as possible. Um, when, when I, when I was 13, I met, uh, Bill Cosby, uh, 14. When I was 14, I met Bill Cosby and, um, I was working for the Giants. You guys are going to hear this story, uh, probably, you know, fucking now you're here now. I'm sitting in the dugout. I'm a bad boy for the Giants, and we had a rain delay. And the rain delay was going on for about 20 minutes. Now it was raining really hard. Um, actually, the, I think the game was on the verge of being verge of being called, um, you know, canceled. And so uh, I'm just sitting in the dugout watching this heavy rain hit the field. And um, there's a few people walking around. Of course, Bill is in. Uh, Mr. Cosby is in the the, the locker room, the clubhouse talking with some of the players and when I walked out he was in Dusty Baker's office shout out to Dusty um he had Dusty crying laughing you could hear Dusty laughing throughout the whole clubhouse just screaming laughing through it from from behind his door so anyway I'm sitting on this bench and I'm just mesmerized by this rain just like in a meditative state almost and um I feel a slap you know somebody hitting my leg and uh and I look over and it's Mr. Cosby and he's looking out at the rain too and he looks over at me he goes so what team do you play for the 49ers or the Giants and and I'm I couldn't even laugh man I was this this is Bill Cotton this is Mr. Huxtable sitting right next to me we just talked man we we talked and um um, one of the other bad boys came out and, uh, you know, he didn't like that I was talking to Bill. He was, you know, uh, jealous, I guess, and uh, made an excuse that I had to go inside. You know, Bill gave me some real good wisdom. Also, Mr. Cosby gave me some real good wisdom um, on how to deal with uh, pressure, how to deal with uh, racism, being bullied and things like that. And um, 
what I saw when Mr. Cosby was going through his his trials these last couple of years was um, a lot of people judging and speaking out against him. And I did not uh, research the story a lot. I heard about what it was and um, I didn't say anything. I didn't know. First of all, I, I, I'm not going to say it. It's none of my business. Um, but the feeling behind that, like, damn, if that's true, you know, because you, you're hearing about this in the news, in the media, and they, these people have already judged, sentenced, and everything, this man. Um, and of course, when you hear something like that, you're what? Hell, what? And, uh, but then being a student of life, you know that there could be some truth to what somebody is saying. You just have to look at both sides of any story, right? So with that, it was like, uh, okay, so if this is true, shit, he fucked up. There's no question. Um, what do you do with that shit? With that information? Damn, he he's not perfect? Wait, he victimized somebody? He could have victimized, you know, the, allegedly? Allegedly, all of this? And uh, I think for me, what I had to do was put my heroes into perspective. And in putting my heroes into perspective, guess what? They were still my heroes. It's just that my heroes need healing. And I'm not saying Mr. Cosby was guilty. I'm not saying anything like that because I still don't know what happened. And only God does, only him. And whoever was in that space and time and and the spirits that were in, know what happened. I'm not accusing anybody. All I'm saying is, is that our heroes need healing too. They're human too. So before we go and place these people and idolize these people and put them up on pedestals, before we do all of that, let's just accept the fact that they're on a journey. We're not on that journey with them and whatever they come across on that journey, either they're built for it or it's something that how do I say this? It's either something that is that that they're gonna overcome, or it's gonna be something that they're gonna have to learn from. Either way, we cannot look at their journey as our journey. That's one thing you should not do with your heroes. You should not be so in in enamored by them and in and into their lives that you look at their lives and their journey as your journey in your life stop that because there's somebody looking up to you as their hero there's somebody that's idolizing you and putting you up on the pedestal just as you are someone else and show them you know just show them that even though you're not perfect you try you just try to be a good person you just try to love you just try to be there for others you don't have to be 100% perfect all the time. That's something that not even our comic book characters can pull off. 
at some point in the day, Superman takes his cape off. And it's all right, man. It's, you know, we deserve that as humans. We have to have that time to just shut off everything and not be that that image. Just be yourself. Just be real. Be real. Be yourself. Because I guarantee you, whoever is looking up at you or whoever is watching you, you're teaching them how to be themselves. And I think that's the best thing that a hero can ever do. Is just be themselves. And admit, fucking admit when you're wrong. Admit when you don't know something. Admit when you don't have control over something. Because you're not helping anyone by pretending. Help me out on that. You're not helping anybody by pretending. So, y'all, I love y'all. This is just a little mini episode until the next one. I love y'all. Y'all stay safe out there. Fellas, make sure you make a difference in somebody's life. Brothers, please. Just even if it's uh, uh, a hello, a hey, kid, you can do it. Keep pushing something. But just lift somebody up today, y'all. All right? Till the next time, this is the Black Man's Heart Radio. Uh, <laughs> this is the Black Man's Heart Podcast. And uh, yeah, maybe I spoke on something. The Black Man's Heart Radio, that has a nice ring to it, doesn't it? Shout out iHeartRadio. Shout out Spotify. Shout out Anchor. Shout out Google Play, uh, Google Podcasts and Google Play. Shout out to everybody listening on Twitter, IG, um, Facebook, everybody tuning in. We love y'all. Feel free to email us at the BMH podcast at gmail.com with uh, tips, email, I mean, uh, tips, suggestions for the show, things like that, or, or advice that you want to, you know, you want want us to to share with with the other brothers out there let us know all right to the next time we'll see y'all peace good morning good afternoon wherever you are welcome to the black man sorry podcast this is Barry Graves. I am your host. And um, thank you for joining us today. You know, I uh, wanted to talk to you guys, to you brothers, about something very, very near and dear and close to me, man. And uh, and that is the uh, perception of heroes. Uh, I've been watching. I don't know if you guys have been watching, but I've been checking out. Uh, what's that? What's that show? WandaVision. I'm a big comic book fan, not to the point where I like I used to read a lot of comic books. I only read Cage, Luke Cage, and um, I think that was it. Luke Cage and maybe like a Spider-Man or uh, Incredible Hope. And um, yeah, man, I, I I I love my superheroes. You know, uh, the Incredible Hope was my guy. He he. I think I related to him because, uh, you know, he would, he was a cool guy. Like he was a, just a normal dude, you know, David Banner was just, or Bruce Banner, Bruce, Bruce Banner was a, a normal dude until somebody messed with him. And then he would just hulk up, you know, and that's kind of how, how I was as a kid. 
I was a normal kid, just a cool little kid, but I was a chubby kid, you know, and when I would go to school, people would pick on me. They would, I didn't know how to fight either. So I would, I would get beat on and I didn't tell anybody, you know, a kid would punch me in my back and I just, I would take it. A kid punched me in my stomach and I, I just take it, you know? Um, and uh, it wasn't until maybe uh, I got to the city into the uh, third grade, maybe fourth grade. I think fourth grade is when I started learning how to cap. Fifth grade, you couldn't touch me on capping, but I still didn't know how to fight. And uh, I remember my dad, Cletus, uh, I'm gonna have him on a podcast soon. I remember Cletus sat me down and he put on a Mike Tyson video, a Mike Tyson, a tape of a Mike Tyson fight. After I got my, my oh man, I got whooped on by this short dude, a friend of mine named Xavier. <laughs> and rest in peace to my brother Xavier. Uh, but we got into a fight, man, and it was bad because he she was smaller than me. There should have been no way that he he could beat me, right? But he dropped me like two punch, two hits, dropped me. And uh, so Cletus puts on this Mike Tyson tape and he's like, man, you got to learn how to fight. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just be going around letting people whoop on you. You got to learn how to fight. Do it like him. And I remember in fifth grade uh, one morning, I went and dropped my sister off at daycare. Her daycare was like a block away from my school. So walking to school, I drop her off. I go back up to the schoolyard and I see my boy, uh, getting some water and he's like hey Barry was that your little sister that I saw you with I was like yeah and he's drinking some water out the water fountain and he goes yeah she was cute and then he bends down to drink the water and in my head I'm like I don't do that's my sister what <laughs> and, and those years of aggression just came out bah! and poor Derek man like he wasn't no he didn't mean nothing by it you know he, he didn't even he wasn't even a fighter man he wasn't even one of those guys Derek was just one of those dudes that he played with the Asian kids and the black kids and he was good at kickball, good at four square, good at basketball. He was just a cool dude that just, you know, and uh, I two-pieced him up, man, and bloodied his lip and everything. He was like, Barry, what did y'all was I, I felt real bad, man, you know, but all of that, I say that to say that um, I looked up to superheroes in a way. I uh, just admired how they were one way one minute and then but they had this ability in them you know what I mean similar uh to the heroes in real life um like uh Mike Tyson for example was my hero um after after seeing Mike in the ring at that age that you couldn't tell me nothing about anybody else I mean I loved Sugar Ray Leonard I loved Tommy the Hitman Hearns and and, and Muhammad Ali but Mike Tyson this was like my older brother growing up, you know, and 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 similar to the to the men that were around me. Point is, is that I looked up to people that weren't my father, that did not give birth to me because my father wasn't around. And though I, I fantasized and, and 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 I idolized him as a like a, a you know somebody that you have never seen but you've only heard of. Even though I saw, I remember seeing my father. He wasn't around for me to. Uh, look up to him in person, if that makes sense. It was, um, you know, it was different. So what I want to talk to y'all today about is 
What do we do when our heroes let us down? When our heroes disappoint us? You know, what what is what is how what is the action that we take? What what do how do we feel when our heroes let us down, man, when they disappoint us? Um I'm pretty sure that we can look at our lives and take maybe one or two people who we held up, who we put on a pedestal as, you know, it could have been something that they did for us, how they helped us out, how they brought us up. But in some way, in their own personal life, at some part in their journey, they fucked up bad. And it was to the point where they had a major negative impact on somebody's life a negative impact on somebody's life your hero uh, traumatized somebody and that's a hard pill to swallow can we raise our heroes up after they screw up so so bad is there is there some kind of uh, is there some kind of comeback some kind of can they redeem themselves? Can a hero redeem themselves? It's hard. You know, I think that is a hard thing to take in, you know, because we're not perfect. Not even the superheroes that, that were in the comic books were perfect. And I think that was a big part of their personality or part of their character was that they weren't perfect, yet they had this extraordinary ability to impact people or to save people and yet at some part in their journey was trauma whether it was done to them or them doing it to someone else and that's our journey right as as human beings at some point we were not our best self um and so when we look at some of our role models, um, our parents, let's take our parents, for example. We know that our, our parents were young once or, you know, they maybe our parents had a history with drugs or uh, going to jail or, you know, spousal abuse, whatever it was. Our parents had something happen to them or something that they did to someone in their life. But we... We didn't know them at that time. We just came along and we loved them instantly because they were our parents. Now, what happens when you find out later on, hey, your dad did something to me or your mom, you know, does that change how you feel or how you look at your parent? This person that brought you into the world, this person that gave you everything that you can, what what is it that, what, what can you do to help yourself um, not look at them in a way that is going to change your relationship with them? What, what can you do? You know, can you, is it that, is it something where you have to make peace for the sins of your father or your mother with that person? Uh, do you take on that responsibility because you love that person? You know, I I hate to throw this word out there, but there is a codependency between children and parents, between heroes and the people that worship them. There is a codependency there. We need them to stay perfect, as perfect as possible. 
because once they disappoint us that that emotion that overcomes us that disappointment that let down it can it can destroy that relationship and um i think you know being a being an older man being 42 years old um i've wanted to hold on to my heroes as long as possible um when when i when i was 13 i met uh bill cosby uh, 14 when i was 14 i met bill cosby and um i was working for the giants you guys are going to hear this story uh probably you know fucking now you're here now i'm sitting in the dugout i'm a bad boy for the giants and we had a rain delay and the rain delay was going on for about 20 minutes now it was raining really hard um actually the, i think the game was on the verge of being verge of being called um you know canceled and so uh, i'm just sitting in the dugout watching this heavy rain hit the field and um there's a few people walking around of course bill is in uh, mr cosby is in the 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 locker room the clubhouse talking with some of the players and when i walked out he was in dusty baker's office shout out to dusty um he had dusty crying laughing you could hear dusty laughing throughout the whole clubhouse just screaming laughing through it from, from behind his door so anyway I'm sitting on this bench and I'm just mesmerized by this rain just like in a meditative state almost. And um I feel a slap, you know, somebody hitting my leg. And uh and I look over and it's Mr. Cosby. And he's looking out at the rain too and he looks over at me and goes, "So, what team do you play for, the 49ers or the Giants?" And and I'm I couldn't even laugh, man. I was this this is Bill Cosby. This is Mr. Huxtable sitting right next to me. We just talked, man. We we talked and um um one of the other bad boys came out and uh you know, he didn't like that I was talking to Bill. He was you know, uh jealous I guess and uh made an excuse that I had to go inside. You know, Bill gave me some real good wisdom also. Mr. Cosby gave me some real good wisdom um on how to deal with uh pressure, how to deal with uh racism, being bullied and things like that. And um what I saw when Mr. Cosby was going through his his trials these last couple of years was um a lot of people judging and speaking out against him and I did not uh research the story a lot. I heard about what it was and um I didn't say anything. I didn't know first of all I, I I'm not going to say it. it's none of my business. Um but the feeling behind that like damn if that's true you know because you you're hearing about this in the news in the media and they these people have already judged sentenced and everything this man um and of course when you hear something like that you what hell what and uh but then being a student of life you know that there could be some truth to what somebody is saying you just have to look at both sides of any story right so with that it was like uh okay so if this is true shit he fucked up 
there's no question. Um, what do you do with that shit? With that information? Damn, he he's not perfect. Wait, he victimized somebody? He could have victimized, you know, allegedly, allegedly, all of this. And uh, I think for me, what I had to do was put my heroes into perspective. And in putting my heroes into perspective, guess what? They were still my heroes. It's just that my heroes need healing. And I'm not saying Mr. Cosby was guilty. I'm not saying anything like that. Because I still don't know what happened. And only God does. Only him. And whoever was in that space and time and, and the spirits that were in know what happened. I'm not accusing anybody. All I'm saying is, is that our heroes need healing too. They're human too. So before we go and place these people and idolize these people and put them up on pedestals, before we do all of that, Let's just accept the fact that they're on a journey. We're not on that journey with them. And whatever they come across on that journey, either they're built for it or it's something that, how do I say this? It's either something that is that that they're going to overcome or it's going to be something that they're going to have to learn from. Either way. We cannot look at their journey as our journey. That's one thing you should not do with your heroes. You should not be so in, in enamored by them and, and, and into their lives that you look at their lives and their journey as your journey in your life. Stop that. Because there's somebody looking up to you as their hero. There's somebody that's idolizing you and putting you up on the pedestal just as you are someone else and show them you know just show them that even though you're not perfect you try you just try to be a good person you just try to love you just try to be there for others you don't have to be 100% perfect all the time that's something that not even our comic book characters can pull off at some point in the day, Superman takes his cape off. And it's all right, man. It's, you know, we deserve that. As humans, we have to have that time to just shut off everything and not be that, that image. Just be yourself. Just be real. Be real. Be yourself. Because I guarantee you, Whoever is looking up at you or whoever is watching you, you're teaching them how to be themselves. And I think that's the best thing that a hero can ever do is just be themselves and admit, fucking admit when you're wrong. Admit when you don't know something. Admit when you don't have control over something because you're not helping anyone by pretending. Help me out on that. You're not helping anybody by pretending. So, y'all, I love y'all. This is just a little mini episode until the next one. I love y'all. Y'all stay safe out there. Fellas, make sure you make a difference in somebody's life. Brothers, please, just even if it's uh, uh, a hello, a, hey, kid, you can do it. Q, 
keep pushing something but just lift somebody up today y'all all right to the next time this is the black man's heart radio uh <laughs> this is the black man's heart podcast and uh yeah maybe i spoke on something the black man's heart radio that has a nice ring to it doesn't it shout out iHeartRadio. shout out spotify shout out anchor shout out google play uh google podcast and google play shout out to everybody listening on twitter ig um facebook everybody tuning in we love y'all feel free to email us at the bmh podcast at gmail.com with uh tips email i mean uh tips suggestions for the show things like that or or advice that you want to you know you want want us to to share with with the other brothers out there let us know all right to the next time we'll see y'all peace